Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with John Hill. Hey, John. Hey, what's up? I am still off this week. We want to catch up on some great conversations that we've had recently on Radio Andy. This week on the podcast, we are joined by Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera. I love Cheetah Rivera. Don't you, John? Who doesn't? This was a great conversation. There's so much to talk to her about. And I have to say, she... Really named names and told stories. I absolutely love this interview. And later, our friend Kate Mara. Love Kate Mara. We've got a lot this week on the podcast. And this is Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. John and I are here with uh, one of the most nominated performers in Tony Award history. Cheetah Rivera has a new book out called Cheetah, a Memoir. And what a delight it is for anyone who cares about acting, Broadway, pop culture, you name it. Uh, She drops names and she tells stories in the best way. And uh, I'm thrilled about the book and I'm thrilled to have you with us this morning, Cheetah. How are you? I am very well. Thank you. It's it's uh, a thrill to be here. Well, I'm sure in your career that it's a thrill right now to be here with us. Um, it doesn't get <laughs> it doesn't get bigger than this, uh, Cheetah. I I I love you, you know your career is just one for the for the record books, and I'm so glad you've written about it in the way that you have. And I just want to get. Um, I just want to get into it. I want to throw, but there's so much to talk to you about. And I just want to start with um, you sightseeing Carol Channing and Gentlemen Prefer Blondes as a great influence on you. What was it about her or that performance that inspired you? Well, it was, oh, first of all, it was a a tall, gorgeous woman who um, captivated her audience. Mm-hmm. She was funny. She was uh, strong, uh, and and she knew what she was doing. And and as a young performer, I I I was mesmerized by her. Uh, I really loved it. When um, when West Side Story, I'm curious. Do you have well? Well, there's a couple things about West Side Story that I wanted to <laughs> ask you about. Um, yeah. First of all, you. You did not play Anita in the film version because That's you right. were in Bye Bye Birdie on Broadway at the time. Was there any part of you that regretted not doing the movie of West Side Story? Uh, you know what? If if, if if I don't know if Birdie had been um, 
a, a bomb if I would have uh, reacted differently. Mm. But I have absolutely no regrets at all. I mean, I would have missed out on Dick Van Dyke. Right, I mean, which was a seminal relationship for you, friendship oh with you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, Dick Van Dyke and Kay Meckert and Paul Lynn. Right. You know, and, and, and a show that I initially... <laughs> through Tom Poston. Tom Poston had read for them and and said and called me up and said, it's really terrible. Peter. <laughs> it's, it's just awful. And I read it and I thought, oh, this is terrible. That who who what parent would allow their kids to be on the telephone oh, for hours and right. hours talking. Right. So I just went in and um and and I told my agent Dick Sepp to lie with me and uh, and tell you know tell them that they loved it and um, I and I did love it I absolutely loved it. Um, by the way, what was Paul Lind like? <laughs> I've heard you know he was as as a gay kid growing up. He was one of the only gay people kind of on TV and. But but like I, I I've heard that in his that he had kind of a uh, sad life. Maybe it was later years, or maybe I'm wrong. But what 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 do you remember about him? Well, I I remember that um, he was mean. <laughs> how did that you know, like? How was he mean? He was just bitchy. Well, or he, he was, was just well. He was very sharp, sharp witted, you know, and and his. Actually, actually, his part was 13 lines and he ad-libbed his entire uh, rehearsal and it became uh, 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 it became this huge part that um, eventually it was. But um, it was only 13 lines. And um, that shows you how quick witted. He right, was right, right. You know, he was fantastic. He but was, me, so, but he, he was, was so quick witted. That was a superpower for him because he could use it for evil too. He could be. Oh yes. Yeah. And he did. He did. He did it uh, uh, with my um, husband at the time, Tony Mordenti, who played Arab and um, in West Side, and um, he he was. Uh, he had a um, uh, a break at, to do the movie of West Side, and he came back to Birdie, and he was the stage manager, and the timing was different, and um, Paul didn't like the the fact that uh, Tony uh, had changed un- unintentionally changed the um, uh, timing, right? And um, uh, and he lit into Tony. And that's when I, um, my Dolores came out right. and, uh, yeah. And I stuck one finger in his room and one foot. And I said, don't you ever talk to anybody from this company like that again. And uh, <laughs> he heard you. There, 
Yeah, 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 he heard yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah. you you talk about reprising uh, the Anita role when West Side Story um, moved to the West End, and I was curious because you write about Judy Dench, who was 24 at the time, joining you for warm-ups. I couldn't understand was she in West Side Story at the time, oh, no. or was she no, hanging no, no. around? Yeah, she was. She what well, all so many of the English, the wonderful English actors respected West Side. Okay. And uh, I don't think anybody had a class before they um, uh, performed. And Judy decided that she would take advantage of uh, the class. And she just showed up in her tights, wow. her ballet slippers, and she just did it. And, and um, uh, several uh, English actors used to watch rehearsals so, you know, it was a very special time. Sounds like it. I mean, that was also around the time that you became pals with Julie Andrews, right? Absolutely. And Tony Walton. Tony Walton, who's passed on right. now. Uh, and he, uh, they they were going out together and they got married. And I was at the wet, their wedding. Really? And um, it, it they were two of the most wonderful people and and uh uh julie um had the filthiest mouth you have ever seen and um (laughs) and it was all right in england it was all right 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 yeah Yeah, they throw the c word around in england like nobody's business yeah Boy, hearing Julie Andrews throwing around the sea rude, I mean, you know, during the height of Mary Poppins, that must have been a trip, right? <laughs> you you also write about meeting Judy Garland for the first time at a birdie cast gathering in London. Um, I remember, yeah, and you say she brought Liza to see you in West Side Story. And, and, right, and, yeah. And, well, well uh, Liza saw Bye Bye Birdie and... It said to her mom, um, I want to do this. This I want to do. And um, and, 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 I, I, and I'm glad that, you know, I was part of her Inspiration. Uh, desire to do, yeah. you know, uh, the, the theater. Um, but it's but, a full circle thing because you, you, oh, you, you write that you co-starred with uh, Liza famously in The Rink, yeah, which was yeah. a very uneven experience because she was struggling with some serious uh, drug abuse issues at the time, right? Yes, yes. And but, how did that manifest made, itself? I, I'm sorry? How did that manifest itself? Oh, uh, it, well, we were made aware uh, of... Um, the problem and the problems and um, and supported her um, in 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 her attempt to make it through. You know, uh, the show, of course, is the thing. Yeah. And uh, uh, and and that's what she wanted. But she was. Um, unfortunately fighting demons at the time. I mean, you know, the, that's the thing. The show is the thing when you're in a show and eight shows that's a right. week, nobody quite understands how grueling that can be. John does. Uh, you do. I don't. But I mean, yeah. I, I can't imagine dealing with any kind of substance abuse issues while you're trying to be in the rink eight times a week with Cheetah Rivera. 
Well, um, but, you know, it was very sad, but but we made it. We made it. And 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 she got help. And she came out okay. You, you, know. you won your first Tony for the rink, which is interesting. You've been nominated for so many times. You've won twice plus a Lifetime Achievement Award. But you beat out Liza, your co-star, for that, for that Tony. Was that, was that awkward or? No. No, it was no, okay. It, it, it wasn't at all. Um, it, 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 it's the way the theater is made up. Uh, you, uh, you, are, you are equal until that time and then you win an award and and it, well the the one thing that i regret is that i didn't thank liza wow the, the night how did that I, happen i i i i well my i have just lost my mom and oh. um and i my mind was on and there was this clock that was on the balcony that was just uh, pointing out how much time you had left. And um, uh, right. so that was, you know, and, but I thanked Liza every night at the end of oh. the, the rink. Oh, yeah. I bet you did. You, it was yeah. around the time, by the way, that you were in the UK that you started, you, that you started hanging out with the Beatles and traveling with them. I love it that you say you, you really were not impressed with them at first. What was it about them that turned you off, Cheetah? I time, time and listening to their music. And, uh, but what do you mean time? Well, uh, it, it, uh, listening to their, you know, their music over <clears throat> and over. You got and sick over of it. And, uh, what? You got sick of it? Uh, no. <clears throat> when I first heard it, I wasn't impressed. Got it. Okay. Got it. You, you know. Were, yes. I, 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 who am I except me? Well, yeah. <clears throat> you know, to to be impressed but i eventually i caught on you know um did you what was it like traveling with the beatles and why where were you going what were you doing <laughs> well we were going from liverpool to london and um we had done just done a television show i believe and uh and we were literally running through the airport uh, in, in front of these screaming yeah. girls, yeah. and uh, we got on the plane, and I, one of them said, "Why don't we run over a few of them?" Just <laughs> jesting, right, right, just right, right, jesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was it was wild. It, it must was have been absolutely. Wild. It was taking your life in your hands. Right, right, right. Um, I'm so curious, and I know I'm jumping around a lot, but it's you. There's so right. much there. You, um, you know, you, 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 you originated. Um, you, you started the Chicago. Chicago. You were in the original cast of Chicago, and right. I'm curious. It is. It is um, become the longest running Broadway show in history. What do you make now, all these years later, of the stunt casting in Chicago? I mean, they've got real housewives in it. They've got. I mean, every. It seems like everybody's <laughs> but, got. But but 
it, it, it is a totally different Chicago. Right. It, it, it is uh, it, it, it is the, the cut down version. Um, at, so it's not the version that Gwen and I did in, initially. Right. right. Um, I'm very happy that they're successful and uh, they're dancers that are working. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's great that, that that's happened. Do you have a favorite show of your career? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like picking uh, children, right? You know, um, I, I think each one of those shows is a part of me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, 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 I I do as I'm told, uh, you know, as I'm, <clears throat> pardon me, directed. But each one of those shows was a fabulous show. Yeah. You know. I have to ask you, I was such a soap fan in the day, and I see on your acting credits that you actually were on One Life to Live in 1968. Was that like a one-off, or did you play a character on One Life to Live? You look like Wait you don't a remember. I don't remember. You played a character called Melody Rambo, apparently. Oh, my. Any recollection? I don't even remember. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, And and that was uh, 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 a time for that, but uh, I don't remember that. When you... um, I I was... uh, When you were in nine in 2003, um, I don't know how old you were at that time but was that a was that a t- grueling experience for you um no i it was a, a, a fascinating experience um uh, all those characters were so uh, interesting and uh and it was a different kind of musical uh-huh. so i welcomed that um and um uh, you know i i loved it i i really loved it yeah. Um, were you, what has been the biggest flop of your career? Would you say, was it the bring was, back birdie? Right. That was the sequel to bye, 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 birdie, bye, bye, which birdie. theoretically you might think, okay, we've got bye, bye birdie. We're going to, it's such a huge hit. Now bring back birdie lasted a total of how many performances cheetah? I won. I mean, four. I, I think it was four. It was four. I think yes. It, yeah. And what and, was the uh, issue there? Why was it such a stink bomb? It was. Well, first of all, they didn't have Dick Van Dyke. OK. And it wasn't it. it they they rewrote it and um, they didn't rewrite it. Good enough, <laughs> you know, and um, uh, it, it my flowers that I got opening night were as fresh going out of the stage door <laughs> as they were coming in. <laughs> that's how long that show lasts. Was, was that the only show you've been in that's gotten like such bad reviews? But I that that really got bad reviews. Um, I mean, I, I remember um, we had a scene where um, we had a, a washing machine and a microwave and a stove and 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 in the stove in the microwave was the clothes were the clothes that were supposed to be in the washing machine oh, so i mean how badly can you go wrong 
with a show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Do you, um, I keep mentioning the Tonys. I am curious, is there one nomination or win that, that has meant the most, uh, to you? Because it's quite staggering. Um, I guess. Ten nomination. Ten, ten times. And a yeah, Lifetime Achievement Award. and there were Award. about five that got away. Right, <laughs> right. You know, they're, they're, I keep saying there are five women out there that are holding Tonys that belong to me. Ah. <laughs> Was there one that you were the most surprised to lose? You know, I was shocked when I won. And, really? You know, and you yeah. won, and I should just point out, you won, as we say, for The Rink and Kiss of the Spider Woman and, of course, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Cheetah, the book is called Cheetah, A Memoir. It's out now. What a delight it is and what an honor it is to, to be able to reminisce with you and just thanks for indulging us. And Thank uh, you. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. We're going to be right back with Kate Mara on Andy Cohen's Deep and Shallow. We are back. Oh, I love Kate Mara. Hi, Kate. I love you. It's so nice to see your face. It's nice to see your face, too. Is that, I mean, like. Did you have hair and makeup this morning or is this just you on a Tuesday morning? No, this is just what I woke up looking like um, at 5 a.m. with all three kids. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> say hi to John Hill also. Hi. hi. Um, nice to see you. Wow. And I love your living room. Beautiful. Um, this is our... Basement. This is our uh, me and Jamie's office that we fight over, and Gorgeous. there's a little there's a child. I don't know if you can see. Is her that feet, a kid right? or a pet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she refuses to leave the room. So there we go. Okay, how old is she? She's going to be four in a couple weeks. Oh wow! And Ben oh. is four. I hate it that you live in LA. I feel like we could I know. actually. They need to be friends. I know. Um, Kate is star. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on. Crunch Island. <gasps> it's Jean foot. <laughs> Stole our crunch. Quick, the zipline. He's getting At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn. Or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. 
Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Starring in Class of 09, the first two episodes of the series uh, debut on Hulu. So this is a suspense thriller. You're basically from a class of FBI agents, right? Yeah, it follows um, a a group of um, first students um, who are trying to get into the FBI. And it follows us. Uh, through like three different time periods. Um, The future being sort of um, the most complicated because um, AI has taken over the criminal justice uh, system. So yeah, there's a lot of suspense and a lot of, uh, a lot of drama. Is it maybe one of the first shows where AI is kind of a factor or a character? Good question. I mean, it'd be great if it was the first ever because right. uh, that'd be cool. To say. Well, just say it is. <laughs> just say, say it, it is. <laughs> I one thing that I love about you and Jamie, besides the fact that you're so cute, uh, is that you're you're Bravo watchers. You are. Are you watching uh, Jersey right now? Yeah, I was catching up last night. And it's getting real juicy, Andy. What do you um, think about, I mean, to me, like, do you have a side between Teresa and Melissa? Because what's interesting is every time you hear more, it's like there are things to believe from both sides, it feels like. I sort of only ever side with Melissa. Is that, yeah, um, I do. I just, I, I feel like she's pretty good at uh, holding back and like, you know, not uh, adding to the drama of the family stuff. But Mm -hmm. um, I also just think it's so sad that they're always fighting. Like, can't you just get along? I know. And you know, it seems like the answer to that is they can't. (laughs) There is some sort of freedom, I think, in them kind of acknowledging we can't stand each other. And so we're just going to kind of be around each other and not fake it anymore. I kind of like that. I do. I do, too. I do, too. I appreciate that. But I will say you can't bring the kids into it. And so when she brought up, uh, you do not name a child. Right. Right. You know, then the daggers come out. So I kind of felt for her when that happened. Um, But it's so fun to watch. And I love um, the new Danielle. Love. Oh, good. I love her. Love her voice. I love her style. (laughs) I love it all. I love it. Um, you, um, you, and, and I know, I mean, you and Jamie were such huge Roni fans. Are you upset about the cast shakeup? Yes, very. Listen, yes, but I also trust you. I feel like you know exactly what you're doing. So now we're probably going to be obsessed with whatever comes. It's a totally um, different show, I will say. Yeah, it is a okay. totally different show. So, like, there is no comparing it. I mean, Roni oh. was, you know, just chef's kiss uh, in its own very specific way. So it it is its own universe, um, but it's, you know... It's fun. What can I? I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. We're all, but you know, we're obsessed with Beverly Hills. You are, and 
something very exciting. Yeah, that Jamie's favorite is Beverly Hills. And he was at Target, I think it was a couple weeks ago. He was at Target with um, our three-year-old. And our three-year-old is got, she's got crazy style. Um, she's always wearing these wild outfits. And they were walking down the kids, I don't know, toy section. And there was Erica Jane. <gasps> I saw Erica oh, Jane at Target. John Hill what? sees Erica Jane at Target. That's so crazy. <laughs> We, we, on La Brea. We sort of, oh, no, this was not the La Brea Target. That oh, interesting. Okay, okay. Wow. He's I a target know. hopper. Wow. She's um, a target hopper. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I saw there's so, like a secret guess, one on, on La Brea, not the big one. It was a pocket oh, target. I don't know about the secret uh, target. Well, because well, yeah, it's a secret. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, she he saw her from afar and got real excited and real nervous. And then she said to him or actually said to our daughter, um, God, you've got great style. And it made oh. Jamie's month. He was so thrilled. He sent me a, a, a voice note about it. It was very That exciting. is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> did know. he talk to her at all? No, he's no. too shot. Right. He would never. How did you and Jamie meet? We met like during a, a screen test 15 years ago or something for really? a movie that neither of us got. No way. But were you guys in Fantastic Four together? Yeah, but we knew each other long before that. Right, right. You're such a cute couple. I just... And you're... And so you started acting when you were how old? I was pretty young. I was was nine when I started acting, but professionally I was about 14. You were 14. And did you grow up in... The city city, or did you grow up? No, I grew up in Bedford, New York, which is so beautiful. It's like, what's Martha Stewart land? Yes, it is. And Ralph Lauren land. Yes. And Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Um, So that's where you grew up. And of course, you are are part of football blood. Did you grow up? I mean, you're a Giants. uh, Your family owns the Giants. That's so right. Did you grow? What did that mean to you growing up? What were Sundays for you? Um, basically, growing up, we would go to church and then we would drive straight to Giant Stadium, and um, you know we'd pray at church that we would win. <laughs> and then, uh, if we didn't win, it was a really long, depressing ride home from the stadium. And if we did win, then it was like the best night ever. But it because it really, you know, it still yes. really affects my my dad and my entire family. So um, but awesome. I you know, I, I grew up going to football games and not really watching them. I was just sort of right. hanging out with my cousins, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but now I really watch them intensely. Would you be in a box watching or? Yeah. Yes. The owner's yeah, we were that in would a be box, called but- the owner's box. Yes. The owner's box, yeah. Right. And then when the game would end, they would open. We would open the windows and climb out into the stands and sort of run around and try and find. I mean, how amazing know, coins and things. Wow did <laughs> did the were when in your childhood were the Giants in the Super Bowl? Um, yes, they were. I was pretty young. Do you remember who was, the halftime was that year? Well, Whitney Houston sang the national anthem. No, wow. and you were there. Yeah. You yeah. were there. Wow. It's the best national anthem of all time. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's incredible. Wow. And you have a football podcast. Is that right? 
Oh yeah, I I narrate it. Um, okay. Michael Michael Strahan um, produced produced it, and I've known him forever because of the Giants. Right. He used to, he used to be a New York Giant, um, which is so funny because we you know we met when I was a kid on the football field. He's the friendliest guy ever. Yeah. He is. And and that you know he's interviewed me a bunch of times since then, and um, he's just known my family for a long time. He's a sweetheart. That's wild. And so yeah. you narrate the podcast. Very good. Um, yeah, it's about the history of, of the of the NFL. Oh, that's great. Sorry, my child's coughing. Um, that's, that me. is fine. I can't, I can't even hear We're it. We're used to it on this show. Yeah, we are. And usually it's okay, me. Good. Usually it's me uh, hacking away. So did where did you shoot uh, Class of 09? Atlanta. And did you relocate your family during that? Yeah, well, there were only two kids at that point. I got pregnant towards the end of the. Sh- it was a seven month shoot, so it was a very long, um, very long process. But we lived in in Atlanta, which was so awesome. And um, and I got pregnant like the last couple months of shooting, um, which was interesting. And uh, I bet. But it was I mean, a really nice place to, to be with kids. Eight episodes in seven months? That seems incredible. I mean... Well, we were supposed to shoot it in five months. Okay. And then it just kept kept going. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's Who who co-stars in the show with you? It's uh, Brian Tyree Henry, right? Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry, who I love. Um, he was attached to it before I, before I was. And so... Um, that's one of the main reasons I jumped at it. Cause I really wanted to work with him. Yeah. Um, and a, a bunch of awesome actors. Sepi de Moafi is, has become a really good friend of mine. She's in it as well. Brian J. Do you know Brian J. Smith? No. Oh my gosh. You're going to. Really? Yes. Is he seeing swim. anybody? I can't say on air. Oh, wow. But <laughs> he is the most stunning human outside Ooh. and inside. And um, oh, wow, yes, wow, wow. Yes, he is. Huh. Yeah, you see him? Yeah, Did you I'm look looking him at him right. Oh, wow. He's, he was on Broadway. He's done a lot of theater, and I thought maybe you'd seen him in something. Oh, look at this. He's been on the cover of Attitude Magazine, which tells me that maybe he's on my team. Possibly. Yeah. Oh, there he is kissing a guy. Yeah, he's on my team. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Oh, he, wow. he plays my he plays one of my love interests on the really? show. Really lucky you. I know. Wow. And uh, yeah, I just love him. I would him. like him to play my love interest in real life. <laughs> That's what I said. Do you think he likes yeah. daddies? I could text him and ask him. Ask him. Say Andy Cohen wants to know if you like daddies. Um <laughs> So uh, I always ask you about this, but I have to again, just because looking at you, I mean, Brokeback Mountain is one of my all, it's top five favorite movies. And uh, Heath Ledger is so brilliant in that movie, but you're so brilliant in that movie and you play his grown daughter and you, um, it's just when you grow up and you go to visit him and you tell him that you're getting married, it's just... And his life is very small and there's something so sad about him. And what do you remember about um, that experience? It was such a quick experience. I think I shot my scenes within like a two week period. Mm. Um, But 
but it was it felt even at the time so special because um obviously Heath is so good mm-hmm. such a good actor um and Ang Lee was such a sweetheart um but he's also very specific and I was young I I hadn't done that many movies and so um I had never worked with a director like him before and I was very nervous and um you know, he would basically be like, don't, you know, don't blink so much or don't move your eyebrows so much. And it felt it f- just felt like maybe he didn't like me very much or maybe I wasn't doing a good job. And Heath was so like from the very first scene was so supportive and kind of whispered like he's like this with everybody. It's his it's part of his um, amazing skill at getting the performances that he wants. And um, so just I'll never forget that because he was he was just a great you know, partner. And how old were you then? 19. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's amazing. It was, so that was an impactful. We found a list by the way, of your best performances ranked. <laughs> by who? <laughs> My mom. Is this by list AI. Do you know? By AI. It's some random. Yeah. By AI. Oh God, but I'm what do you think? Well, what do you think is number one? It's there are eight in here. There are eight. Yeah. Oh my. Um, well, you can't ask me because I'm like I don't think I'm terrible in everything, but like I'm my worst critic. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's, right. Are you? Are you? Do you watch yourself? Yeah, I can watch myself mainly because I'll, I've become I've pro- I'm starting to produce a lot more than I'm in, so. I think you have to, as a producer, right. be able to watch the show and yeah. be, you know, objective about yeah, it. Right. Um, a teach the series, a teacher that I did was the first time that I was really, really involved in watching like every single daily. And, and that, I think that really helped me watch things, um, you know, have an easier time watching myself do cringeworthy things. Well, it's a good thing you did because that's number three on the list. Oh, yes, it is. Just tell me what number one is. Number one is House of Cards, mm. for which you were nominated oh. for an Emmy. Number two is Megan Levy. Oh, that's very nice. Number four is Trans Siberian. Yeah. Number five is The Martian. Number six is Happy Thank You More, Please. Number seven is Brokeback. Number eight. Uh-oh. Heavily panned. <laughs> widely regarded as no good. Fanta- <laughs> fantastic Four. I mean, I can't uh, believe it's on the list. I know. Of- <laughs> I know. That's shocking. That I is know. Oh my God. I, I, thought, I thought that was interesting. But, you know, I mean, what's not on there is your 1997 first credited role on Law and Order, the TV series. Do you remember what you did on that? I think I just cried. You just cried. Then, seven years later, you were on CSI Miami and then CSI. Do you remember what you did on those shows? Wow, you were on so many procedural Boston Public, Cold Case, CSI, CSI Miami, Law and Order, SVU. I actually SVU. Don't, don't remember a lot of those, but that's what you got to do. That's as a, what you got to do. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. I wonder if you still get residuals for those because they still all air. Yes. You do. Oh, yeah. Wow. You do. Is there mm-hmm. no check? Is there any check? If you got a check for a penny, would you cash it? 
Absolutely. Yes. Me too. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, I do. I cash. I Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, I can't wait to see Class of 09. And I'm excited to see you in person next time you come to New York. And send my love uh, to your fancy-footed husband. And we will see you soon. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Kate. That's it for today. We're going to be back live on Radio Andy next week, which means John and I are going to be back on the podcast with plenty to catch up on. We'll talk to you then, right, John? Oh, he's in the middle of a big... (laughs) Oh, my God. It wasn't the content. It was... Not at all. It was an inner turmoil. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) How about Captain Crunch's Crunch Berries with breakfast? Whoa, Dad, we're on... Crunch Island. (gasps) It's Jean Foot. (laughs) And he stole our crunch. Quick, the zip line. He's getting away! Throw our last Crunchberry! No! No one steals my Crunchberries. I think you mean my Crunchberries. Choose your own Crunch Venture with Captain Crunch. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. With over 4,200 hotels worldwide, 